Today's episode of Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle, is brought to you by City's Closet, where they size up glamour. If you happen to be plus size like me, you know how difficult it can be to find a perfect gown for a special occasion. My friends at Sydney's Closet have an amazing selection of gowns. Visit Sydney's Closet today to select from a variety of dresses for everything from going to prom to a night at the opera. Visit sydneyscloset.com. Welcome to Opera Luscious, where opera meets lifestyle. I'm your host, Bree Cooper. On today's show, we have a returning guest, Mr. Jeffrey Chappelle. Mr. Chappelle is a classical and jazz pianist, composer, educator, recording artist, and has performed with major orchestras throughout the world. On our previous discussion, Mr. Chappelle, we talked about what opera is. On today's show, we are actually going to talk about the various genres of opera. So thank you for joining us again, Mr. Chappelle. It's so wonderful. I love having you here. You're such an expert in everything that you do. So tell our audience that probably um, are not familiar, tell us some more about some of your music accomplishments. I've played throughout the United States and abroad with major orchestras, and I've also done a lot of chamber music. Oh, by the way, I love accompanying singers. Oh, uh, I just thought I'd mention that. Let me that's throw a, oh, is that a hint? That's that wink, wink. I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of concerts with instrumentalists, but somehow the singers always have the most natural way of shaping the music. So that's a joy. That's just, really great. Just saying that. I'll have to remember that. <laughs> hmm. I wanted to ask you about genres of opera. Um, and when we talk about genres, what exactly are we talking about? Genre means the type of opera. And there's so many categories. And there are probably more than we can list and a few that it, that we haven't even heard of yet. But... The major ones would be, you might start by saying grand opera. And this is where there is a continuous sound of music from beginning to end. Everything in it is sung. And then the other genres are kind of how well do you mix the music and either speaking voice, you know, Mm -hmm. in between the musical numbers, or something called recitative, which is kind of uh, musicalized talking. It's not really a melody, but the notes are sung over a speech that is more like a conversation than, you know, a big tune. And then there are things like Zingspiel, which is a German word, where the, the, you kind of half sing and half speak them, the, the words and things like that. So it's, the question is always, do you have continuous music or do you have spoken or quasi-sung dialogue in between the musical numbers. Would comedy or drama, action, operas, would, would, is, does that fall into genres as well? Yes, yeah, those could be definitely, those are types of operas. And uh, specifically, uh, there's a French term, opéra comique, mm. which would translate as comic opera, but actually in the use of that, that phrase in French, it doesn't mean that it's comic. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. comedy. For example, Carmen was called an opéra comique. Um, but opéra buffa, which is an Italian term, means opera that's written to be funny mm-hmm. on purpose. And there you get things like uh, Rossini's uh, Barber of Seville, for example. 
you think of opera as, oh my gosh, it's some big, grand, I don't know what they're talking about, I don't know, but it's drama and emotion. Uh, but there are so many operas, which is what you just talked about, that are just funny. Right. They're just really funny. What are some that come to your mind that you really enjoy watching and just kind of get a kick out of every time? Well, you know, uh, when it started, opera plots were almost exclusively about Greek mythology and so mm -hmm. on. Mozart was really the first fellow who came along and said, I want to write about real human beings and the kind of trouble and mischief they can get into with each other. So I'm thinking of The Marriage of Figaro yeah. and uh, also uh, Cosi Fantute, which are two operas that are really hilarious to watch. I, I love those two also. What about La Cenerentola? Right, that one as well. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. When someone listens to a specific genre of music, what are they going to be listening for? If I have no idea what they're singing about, but I still want to want to try it out, what should I listen to? Should I pick something? Should I look up like opera buffa? Or should I just pick an op opera? And what am I going to start listening to? How am I going to decide what genre it is if I, let's say, don't have the libretto in front of me? I don't know what language it is. Mm -hmm. How can I tell just by listening what genre? What possible genre? Well, you know, there, there's kind of a network of things going on there. The genre and then the style of the music, yeah. you know. And the style of the music changes over, you know, the chronological time period that it was written in. So you'll hear, you know, Baroque opera, which is music from, you know, 1600 to about 1750. Classical period opera from about 1750 to maybe 1825 romantic opera from, you know, up until 1900s, and then co contemporary or modern opera, you know, starting with the 20th century. So it's not exactly that the music itself is going to define the genre, but you'll, you can find uh, those genres in those different styles of music. And it would be good to kind of plot out, you know, listening to a grand opera, maybe go listen to a, uh, a Wagner opera, mm -hmm. Uh, and an opera buffa, go listen to uh, Rossini's um, uh, Barbara Seville. Go, go listen to an opera comique. Go listen to Carmen, for heaven's sake. There's another genre that we haven't mentioned yet, which is uh, chamber opera. And this is, means that the orchestra is a small number of musicians. It's not the full orchestra. An example of that would be Stravinsky's Rake's Progress, mm -hmm. which is written in the 1920s part of his neoclassical style. Now, you know what? I didn't know that was a chamber uh, opera. Yeah. I've seen it performed that way, at least. So I should call my music history teacher from college and let him know, you never let me know Rake's <laughs> Progress was uh, a chamber opera. Yeah. Um, so I saw, I saw a Tom Cruise movie mm. the other night. And in it, what is it? Mission Impossible. Right. In it, they had pretty much a lengthy scene of uh, Turandot. And I love the fact that it wasn't just uh, an aside. They actually show the Vienna Opera. Nice. They, uh, there was a big piece, a chunk of the movie that centered around the plot of Turandot. And then throughout the movie, you heard um, Nessun Dorma mm -hmm. as Tom Cruise was having these different scenes with different people throughout the movie. Why do you think... Which is interesting because why do you think that the director decided to use the opera Turandot in that movie and such a big part of it and 
go a step further and say, you know what, I need to have that Nessun Dorma, like, a running theme throughout yeah. it. And people don't realize, I mean, only I said, like, oh, my gosh, wow, I can't believe, what, I wonder why he did this. Right. So why do you, why do you think? Well, you know, there, uh, in a way you can say there are two kinds of music, program music and absolute music. Mm -hmm. And absolute music would be something with a title like Sonata or Minuet. There's not a specific storyline behind that music. But program music is illustrating a specific storyline. And that would be opera music, it would be ballet, musical theater, and soundtrack music to movies. So in this movie, in, in this movie music, there's a narrative quality. And so it matches up, you know, opera, soundtrack, it, it kind of goes to support the story. And I think that might be a reason. No, that's it, that's it, that's, that sounds very valid yeah yeah um but i thought it was just interesting and i love the fact that they used so much of the opera it wasn't just a little piece of it it was just like really a lot of the action centered around that storyline which i loved um so thank you again for joining us mr chappelle i'm sure our viewers learned so much all you opera divas and divos out there i know you had a great time today i hope you enjoyed our discussion and uh, talking about the various forms of opera i know i sure did and I look forward to having all of you join us again for the next episode of Opera Lushes, where opera meets lifestyle. I'm your host, Bree Cooper, mezzo-soprano. Have a great day.